Because she's your dog. Yeah, there you go. Get the Because it's your dog. Yeah. Although when I had her last weekend, she was my dog, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mr. B's admitting on a live mic that he spread peanut butter on his balls and let Tracer lick it off. I didn't spread it. I sprayed it, obviously. Oh, yeah. Okay, that makes it a lot better. It went where it went when he sprayed it, Don. Because for those three days... She was my dog. Sure, sure. Well, welcome everybody to episode three <laughs> of Below the Void. <laughs> How's everyone doing today? You can't, you can't just start it. Oh, he did. He oh, here's the thing, it. though. I, I, I did. It's, it's yeah, done. Yeah, so that's your prerogative. Bye, Tracer. She'll be back. Oh yeah. She's getting some more peanut butter. So, Mr. B, <laughs> I. Uh, Saw you had some thoughts on the episode we did without you. Yeah. Yeah, you uh, sort of... Uh... I Guys, let me just say, I thought it was a well-thought-out and well-discussed episode, and I have uh, no notes. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Mr. B, on the other hand, <laughs> um, he, had some, he had some issues with it. He had um, some issues. He got some tissues. So here's the thing, Mr. B. I have a couple of rebuttals to some of the shit you brought up. Because um, per per usual per usual you were uh, just dead fucking wrong about some stuff, so um, oh oh like the condemned movie with Stone Cold wasn't awesome. I was I, wrong about that. Yeah, yeah. I never saw I never that saw movie, that. but it didn't have anything to Neither do with the, the game. Oh okay. Um. So you seem to have a an issue with us not telling you about the Call of Cthulhu game. Yeah, I don't. I have no recollection of that. Interesting, because I seem to recall you were there when we went to Duluth this year, where me and Blair discussed on several occasions the new Call of Cthulhu game. Well, you guys were also in the back, so a lot of times I couldn't hear what you were asking. Oh, 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 Mr. B, Mr. B. Did you or did you not eat? I didn't realize there was a with new us. one. I thought, is it a remake of the one that was out on like Xbox? No, it's no. it's a it's, it's a, a totally game. unique. Well, game. if you did, then my ass. Plum forgot. Yeah, you you, you, you plum I think forgot. It's, I think it's sixty percent your fault, forty percent mine. Sixty okay, sixty forty. Bullshit. You were in the back while I was stuck driving, getting we, tickets. We also talked about it uh, at the breakfast table at Fitgers. I know I wasn't you were paying there. Attention there, there was food on my plate. Whatever. I mean, oh, speaking of that venture, you uh. I also wanted to troll you. Yeah. You you did have a legitimate concern about the intro being too long, which I I agree. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the intro down a bit. But just to troll you, when I put the episode up, I I debated putting the intro in front of it and like speeding it down like four times so that the intro was eight minutes. <laughs> you should you should even though I specifically said hey this no intro need needed intro, no yeah. intro needed did my own. I was like you know what. 
You have a legitimate concern with the intro being too long, but I worked fucking hard on that. Fuck you, Mr. Beast. <laughs> do Fuck you. I didn't see you didn't work hard. You know what I was going to do? I was, if I had more time, instead of just the file on my phone, I was going to upload it in Pro Tools and I was going to edit. I was going to say, you know, because I talk about, you know, nice uh, short intros are nice. I was going to have that. And then at the very end, I was going to say, outros is where it was at. And I was going to find like a 14-minute song and put it at the end. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I didn't. I didn't have time. Also, it PUBG? You don't know what PUBG is. No, no, fuck PUBG. No, you said it like 87 times. What the fuck's <laughs> PUBG? And a lot of people might not. You never explained it. Just like, oh, yeah, man, when PUBG. And I don't know about PUBG, because PUBG. It's PUBG. the hottest new pub in town. You haven't been there? You ever been to PUBG? PUBG? It's haunted, too. You didn't know PUBG was haunted? No, I didn't know. <laughs> it's it's Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. It's a... The game that... What the fuck is Player Unknown? Yeah, it's... It's It's, it's, it's bullshit. It's not not so, good. It's a so it's, it's a hot a, piece of broken so no, so garbage. PUBG, the developer, but people the love studio. It. It's who, a who's cash PUBG? Game. No, it's yeah. it's the shorthand for Player Unknown's Battlegrounds. PUBG. Oh, PUBG. Acronym. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. our listeners at home, Mr. B's brain just exploded. Also, I took some umbrage with you thinking I was humble bragging. Like I'm not stoked that I have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but upon Those listening to it, on the mic. upon listening to it again, I fucked up that thing. I said, I said it was an FCC rule. That's not. It's an FTC rule. The Federal yeah, Trade Commission. So that was a legit uh, fuck up on my part. The FCC has nothing to do with that. No, no, it's an no, FDA rule. I didn't actually care. I just figured, ooh, this is a good note. No, like as we got the podcast going, like I had already dropped. Like, between the the website and um, paying for a year of the podcast bandwidth, I had dropped, like, 550 bucks on getting the podcast up and running again. And then we had a meeting at work that was, like, things you can and can't do as a, a you know, member, as a leader in this company. You cannot podcast. <clears throat> no, no, no. It, it was just, like, you can't talk about anything in the gaming world without right. clearly disclosing who mm-hmm. you work for and that it's your opinion. And I got that. I just wanted an excuse to say, we get it, you're neat. I just wanted an excuse to say that. I For the record, bro, I think you're mad neat. <clears throat> Thank you. That's so nice. <laughs> you're pretty neat. I, had a... yeah, I did have some nice. Thing. I did have a nice thing to say about you at the end. That I was a pussy. <laughs> not the very end. Not the very. No, end. not that part. <laughs> no, when I was like, when I was like, before um, I called you. A pussy. When I was like, when I was like, you know, I don't know if they're gonna listen to this. Don Mike, I think he's a bit of a fan of me, but Blair, he's, yeah, on Mr. B. <laughs> It goes all the way back to the waking Blair's demon claws. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought I was looking through. I was on my computer the other day, and I still have the folder that has all the clips from the first like ten episodes when we did a clip show. You know. Yeah. Which is literally a clip show of like eighty-seven two-second sound bites, and one of them was just titled "Villain." So I opened it up. And I was like, "Oh, I was like, oh, maybe there's a little context here." No, it's no, just, it's just Mark saying, saying, "Mr. B, you're the villain." Mr. B, you're podcast. definitely the villain of this podcast. Yeah. No, it's, so I got no context. You checked tape. I tried to check. I couldn't check all the tapes. I don't know what episodes on, and the listeners have not gotten feedback. So on you're the tape. you're leading into the villain thing. If your villain trajectory is the same as Darth Vader, that episode you did yesterday was your killing the younglings moment. Like you've you are re- irredeemable <laughs> no, at this no, point. No, no. Unforgivable. <laughs> Maybe in your eyes, that wasn't that bad. I could do a lot worse. Uh, you se- okay, so you you sent it to me do you want yesterday. To wake my demons? Yeah. You, you sent it to me yesterday, like in the middle of the day, and middle of the day. It was like four o'clock. That's well, middle of the day. I I, I work until like almost eight o'clock now. So yeah, that's like the middle of the day for me. 
I was having a really, really shitty day at work. Well, I didn't know that. And then, and then I, I get this, and I start listening to it, and I'm like, oh. Hey, I oh. prefaced what it was. I didn't know you had a shitty day at work. Bro. Uh, and I'm listening to it, and I'm like, this makes me want to fucking die. Did you cry? I didn't. I didn't cry then. I cried a little bit on the way home, but it, it, it wasn't. It wasn't because of. It wasn't just because of that. It was just one of those like fucking everything. I did my best. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't know, bro. Hey, I told you this bite's too hard. You didn't have to post it. So yeah, obviously but you got through. But you, you understand, content is king. Yeah, content is. And if you want me to, you want me to pull Actually, out the equivalent of killing younglings. Con- content dope. is queen. Uh, fucking hashtag smash the patriarchy. Yeah. Oh my god. Hashtag not my USA. Damn right. Holy shit! That is crazy. That is a dog zooming. To- oh no. Oh, I got that zoom 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 and your boom boom. She bump bumping she the table. My dog's boom boom. She just pooped. Oh, that boom boom. She went boom boom. Tracer, you went boom boom. Good job. Okay. Mama's calling. <laughs> oh, yo. Okay. Welcome, Hi. Mama. Hello. Hello. Right. Yeah, I just said good job. It doesn't mean. Uh, so yeah. Oh, you wanted me to know about uh, us because you were like, oh, we should start recording when I started talking about Red Dead. Uh, so far, I'm loving it. It's just two separate times when I went with. I don't think I can. I mean, obviously, I'll have to figure a way to continue the main storyline. I'm sure when you go with. <laughs> Kieran is his name, the guy you have prisoner at the beginning. Yeah. And yeah. he takes you to the where the O'Driscolls are hiding out of that cabin and stuff. Two different times, wiped out all the O'Driscolls that were there, yeah. went in, the guy charged me, Kieran killed him, and went in there and they were like, Oh, God oh, there's always stuff in the chimney. And you go to get the chimney, look in there, there's the gun on top, it's like, ooh, take the gun, take the gun. Every time, stuck, Arthur can't get off the rug. Oh my god. He can't walk Seriously? off the rug <laughs> twice. Twice that happened, so I'm like, oh, I guess I'll just do side missions for now, and hopefully it'll figure it out, or I guess, because that seems like it's a storyline progression. Yeah, that's yeah, why it's a main like, mission. So I'm like, oh. So every time you retry the mission, that happens again? Well, I've done it twice, and that's happened, and then now I've just been like, fuck it, I'm side missioning for a while. Have you tried it thrice? I'm going to eventually. Okay. I just didn't want to get frustrated again, so I was like, I'm going to actually do stuff in this game instead of just repeating it and then getting stuck and taking the chance. Let me go, you know... Get some bounties, you know, find that crazy I do chick. like doing the bounties. Bounties are fun. Bounties are great. But, uh, Especially are... it's good when you got that guy who falls off the cliff, and instead of pulling him up, you just say, fuck the money, and you drop him. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck the bonus. Fuck the bonus. <laughs> yeah, and then my fucking horse. Simmons head. And then I, I had to, unfortunately, had to kill my horse. And oh, I had yeah. an eight-mile hike to Valentine with my <laughs> saddle that took three days. Um, <laughs> you know you don't have to bring your saddle. I, I knew that once I got there. Yeah, right. I didn't see the little memo that I didn't see the little memo that said when you get to saddle your when you get to the stable a new saddle will appear. Exact same thing happened to me. I I'm didn't like, see that. Oh, all my shit is in the saddle. And then I get there and it's like, oh, guess what? You had to in order to keep your stamina up to you know get to Valentine, use all your shit, and uh, you don't have enough money for a horse. So I'm like, oh. okay, I guess I gotta go get money. I didn't have enough to sell, so I'm like, okay, I guess I gotta go get a bounty. So I was like, okay, set my saddle here, got a bounty, 
Oh, here's a horse. I'm getting on the horse, and it's like, oh, guess what? You're wanting for horse robbery? Yeah, you stole I a horse. Nothing. But then when I get to the bounty, they're like, oh, you stole a horse. If you steal a horse, you can't grab a bounty six miles away. Yeah, it's like stealing a car. Yeah, you but, you, you got to clear, okay, your, clear have, your bounty. Have, go, have, you go to the go to the, sta- get the, the station and pay, pay your bounty. You pay your bounty. Fine. Yeah, but I already had I had to save enough money to buy a they new don't, damn they horse. They don't deal with criminals. So you know what I, I did? Ha- I have, you know what I did? I rode around on that horse for about three days doing shit, <laughs> and then I went to Valentine. It was just fine. All of a sudden, that horse is mine now. I didn't have Yeah, you could do that. Did you you just declare squatters' rights on the horse? (laughs) Well, I just was riding around on it, and then I went back to Valentine, and there was nothing. They were cool with me. I I have a suggestion. Uh, Don't kill your horse. I didn't try to. Um, there's oh, an she's item. after some bitches. Uh-huh. There's an Did item you can buy. Did you horse in the face? Oh, you hit, hit a tree. Hit a rock and then a tree. I got and up broke fine. Broke its little neck. But then my horse couldn't, so I had to gut it. There's a uh, an item you can buy called the horse reviver. It's expensive, it's but like keep, horse, a, keep horse one in your inventory. Oh, yeah, and yeah. when your horse is like on the verge of death, you can give that. I was to wondering because it said it'll... revive, but it wouldn't give me an option to do it. Which is good because once you get a horse, you kind of get attached to it. Yeah, you gotta name it. You can you can if you if you're good enough with your horse, you can Tokyo drift with it. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Can you, know you Tokyo? I mean? Can you Tokyo drown though? Yeah, L- Liam Liam Nason could drift like <laughs> no one's business. You know what I, you know I named he... my horse? Jeff Rotel. Hoof hearted. Oh, <laughs> Is it your own on, or can you actually go in and rename your horse? You can rename him. You can rename oh. him. Yeah. Fun story. Liam Nason. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to progress much in the story. Yeah, I think it'll correct me. itself. I. That's the thing. I. <clears throat> Honestly, Great. didn't have I didn't have any funny bugs in that game until no, after I, I beat it. I didn't have any real bugs in that game either. Yeah, I'm like four percent. Usually in with it, Rockstar like, oh. games, you'd get funny bugs once you entered in ridiculous cheat codes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I if there are any. In I I have some videos of some funny bugs. Yeah, but oh my they god, they weren't even really bugs. They were just like just weird, like physics quirks. weird physics quirks. Yeah. Oh, did but, you have one about the cut a rug? No, because that's what I'm calling this. Because I'm, I'm stuck on a rug. I'm stuck, stuck on a rug. Yeah. All I can do is I can squat down and look in the chimney. Do you have dynamite? Maybe nothing... if you throw some dynamite also, near you, you can blow said, yourself out of the. Also, it definitely says grenade. check the chimney. Yeah. There's always money in the chimney. There's fucking nothing in the chimney. Are you sure? Fucking nothing. I fucking even took my lantern into that shit. Well, those of Driscolls are shifty, man. Yeah, they are they shifty. Got a, they got, yeah, but they I, got but, sticky rugs. But Kieran, I mean, he's named after a Culkin, so I think he's legit. Um, he is named after a Culkin. I've had a lot Not of time. My favorite Culkin. Rory's my favorite. I've had a lot of time with uh, the Resident Evil Two remake. Have you, yeah. have you guys played it yet? <laughs> oh, bro, I, mean, bro, I just started Red Dead. I haven't played fucking Uncharted Four yet. Resident Evil Two remake so I'm not is Resident Evil. It is excellente. It's it's primo. It's like they they didn't they didn't pull any punches with the difficulty. Is that level the one either. where it's adorable at the beginning when the dogs explode? No. Oh, okay. You didn't see. Okay, you're like, oh, you're a sick fuck. You think dogs exploding is fun? If you've seen that video, you would see how it, it's like Triumph the insult comic dog. Like that's yeah. But it's got he's got squibs coming. I out just of thought it was funny. He's like, oh, at the beginning, you know, like the puppet and the the squibs and the dog and they're exploding. It's adorable. If you well, if saying you that see it the and effort you don't, is adorable. And you don't think it's adorable, you're dead inside. Fucking I just okay, I so think I don't, I, know, I don't know if you want to stand on that platform. I think oh, the, oh, you yeah. like that dog is born adorable. You're dead. <laughs> I think the, open up the safe inside your heart where you store your joy, Mr. B, you fucking you fucking weirdo. 
I, I think you the, hold your the, the image of a bunch of like super, a bunch of super professional, like Japanese professionals standing around with dog puppets, <laughs> exploding them. I just, I, I just think that's hilarious. Shirts off, boys. Do you have oil? Uh, got peanut butter. Do you have jelly? I prefer syrup. I have syrup. Yeah, you guys. All right, well, let's get a tarp down here. The loser eats the winner's ass with some syrup. Let's do it. Oh my god! No, I mean, we, we, I'm stronger than you, bro. We need to clear the air here. Should we discuss socks? Who's got the wackiest socks today? I, just, I didn't bring wacky socks. I, I have thermal we got, we got, we got. thermal socks. There's nothing wacky about them. Kind of, uh, Mr. Mm, B. Better be Mr. B's got Gryffindor. Gryffindor. That's that's fucking that's fucking shit. I don't like those. I mean, I'm, I, I could You're either go Gryffindor. You're Slytherin top. So. I could either go Gryffindor or Slytherin, so it depends on what the hat wants or what I'm feeling. I, that I'm day. not a I'm not it a takes, Harry Potter connoisseur, but if you're the villain, shouldn't you not be Gryffindor? Or is that not how that works? No, there's, in there, there's, there's some dickheads in Gryffindor. Yeah. Uh, are there villains? There can though? be villains in any house. Slytherin yeah. are okay. are not necessarily the villains. They're just ambitious and competitive and, yeah. and a lot of times villains are ambitious and yeah. competitive and, and Snape, my man. Right, right. He killed Bumblebee. He did kill Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's killed Bumblebee. Okay, well, uh before we uh if you got some, before we get into the main topics at hand, I have a bunch of little tidbits if you have any. Oh, oh, I I, I actually would like to re- we actually have a, a listener submitted uh, experience that I would like to read no, for no, everyone. fuck that. Um, just kidding, go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, um, so this is a, a very, very personal experience. I'm actually kind of surprised she shared it with us, but I'm glad she did because I think it's very... What, did it, what uh, platform did it get shared on? Um, it actually was sent directly to our, our email at info at belowthevoid.com. Um... <clears throat> Like I said, it's a very personal experience. It's about what she experienced around her mother's death last year. Yeah. Okay. So okay, that that is personal. Wow. It's, yeah. 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 So. Okay. It's it's a little heavy, but I I think it's a, a great experience, and I'm really thankful that she shared it with us. Um. So I'm going to read it for everyone. <clears throat> Take forever. Yeah. Seriously. Uh, that was. My way of stalling while I opened up the email. Oh, <laughs> okay. Ah, so yeah. That's there podcast go. magic right there. Yeah, there you yeah. go. There you <clears throat> professional. So it says, I wanted to share with you all the events that took place around my mother's death in March of 2018. Her health had begun to decline rather rapidly in the first few months of the year, which led me to return home to Washington State where she resided to say goodbye. The first few days of my trip were spent talking with doctors, signing forms for hospice care, and spending time with my siblings. The day before I arrived, my mother lost the ability to speak, but in the moments I sat with her, I could tell she knew I was there. Each time I would go to visit her, I became adamant that my siblings accompany me. I was very close with my mother, and watching her die of cancer was absolutely devastating. The only other loss I experienced of this magnitude was my grandfather, who passed from cancer eight years prior. Since his death, I've had numerous dreams of him that I can only describe as visitations. These are very real, clear, and vivid. In these dreams, I'm very often aware that he is dead, and I mention that he cannot possibly be there. On the morning of March 4th, the day of my mother's death, I had one of these dreams of my grandfather. In the dream, I saw him sitting on a large piece of driftwood staring out at the ocean. 
I came to sit next to him, but he continued to look at the water. He then reached over, grabbed my hand, and said, You're strong. You can do this. When I woke up, I knew what he was trying to tell me, even though I didn't want to believe it at the time, that my mother was close to death. I got my sons up and ready for the day. To shake the dream from my head, I took them on a walk on the beach. My oldest son, who was three at the time, was playing happily in the sand when he stood up and stared out at the water. In a quiet voice, he told me that my mother had come here with my grandfather. Grandma came here with great-grandpa, he said. I froze and stared at him in disbelief. There was absolutely no way. My son could have known that my family has a long history here and that my grandfather came here numerous times with my mother. As the day progressed, I couldn't shake this strong need to be with my mother. Perhaps it was grief or something more. I won't ever really know for sure. I met my father for a late lunch, all the while thinking I should be with my mother. Our meal concluded, and I left my children in the care of trusted family. As I walked through the doors of the care facility where my mother was at, I began to feel heavy. I asked the nurses where my siblings had gone, and they informed me they had just left, uh, moments ago, to get my cousin who had come off the ferry. My heart sank knowing I would have to face my mother's condition alone. As I walked into her room, I had noticed she had gone into distress. Frightened, I ran to get the nurses who tried to help her. They informed me that she likely only had moments to live and that it was time to say goodbye. I can still remember the sound of my heart pounding in my ears. I took her hand and the first words that came out of my mouth were that she needed to go to my grandfather because I knew that he was waiting for her. Time felt as though it slowed in that moment, and then suddenly my mother was gone, and I sat there alone. In the ten minutes my siblings had left, I had arrived, and my mother had passed while I was alone with her. I knew then why my grandfather had told me I could do this. I walked out moments before my family had returned, and the nurses turned to me telling me that they believed she had waited for me. <sighs> now it says, I chose to share this story with you all because... Although I haven't quite ironed out what exactly I believe the afterlife is, I do know that there is one. They say that when someone you love is close to death, the veil becomes paper thin and those who are sensitive will notice this. My experiences from my mother's death were too profound not to share. I appreciate you reading this and I hope that you have at the very least found it interesting. Wow. Shit. Yeah. So, obviously that's a super personal experience. I was really, really excited that we were able to share that. Um... So, I've actually talked with her about this. But look at um, the table, Traces. Tra <laughs> okay. I, I, I've actually talked with her about this. Um, we're, we're pretty good friends. And um, I asked her about wh what she describes as, like, visitations. Mm -hmm. And I, I said, well, you know, like, I have dreams sometimes that are more vivid than others or where I, 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 where I can suss out that certain things aren't the way they are in real life in the dream mm -hmm. and i'm like how can you tell the difference between a dream you're having and one of these things that that you feel are like a, a visitation or that are like more and she said the the feeling of the the visitations are like generally the same every time like she her awareness mentally is the same each time like she knows she's dreaming she knows that the person she's talking to is dead and they give her information that she wouldn't necessarily have in her mind and she always wakes up and sort of feels the same way about it so i thought that was pretty interesting because my like my dreams i don't even remember them most of the time and the yeah. ones i do remember are like 
troubling and odd and gross. Yeah, yeah unless you're <clears throat> really good at uh, lucid dreaming. So yeah, I was gonna say, is there like a lucidity to it then? Like she, she's aware that when that happens, that like something yeah, has clicked and she knows that like it's a it's dream. Part of it. Usually, lucid dreaming is people are like, hmm, but yeah, what do I want to dream about tonight? You think yeah. about lucid dreaming, and you have to have like triggers that you know, like okay. I see this, so now I know it's a dream. Like, you train yourself to have those things. Yeah. I tried to get myself... Like, years ago, I tried to get myself. And I, I think I got a little bit, but not that good. But so now I, I've, I yeah. can remember more of my dreams now, though. It's something, yeah, it's something you can work at. But to be able to have a, like she described, a visitation, that's, like... That's, yeah. I'm pretty jealous. Like yeah. you said, I have, I have dreams, but usually it's over something... I get visited by shadow people. Does that oh, count? Yeah. Sleep paralysis. Does, does Stanley count? Stanley was technically the name of our grandpa. Stanley. I mean, was. I named I named him after grandpa because he doesn't seem to want to hurt me. But you know, we should probably which is weird because your grandpa your... really wanted to hurt you. So <laughs> that's fine. We have talked about his sleep paralysis and I, I think, yeah, I think episodes. I, I, I think we have. Yeah. Um, I yeah, get more the, of that lately. The ex- the experience paralysis. of of having. That dream of her grandfather the the day before that her mom passed. Um, wow. Yeah, that's like nuts. that's it's one of those things where I I asked her too. I'm like, was it was it comforting? Was it you know how how did it make you feel? And I I don't remember exactly, but I I think she said like the the comforting factor came later. I was like, gonna it, say it, yeah. in, in in the moment it was. I would be unsettled. It at was first. it was scary and yeah. and obviously extremely sad. Yeah. yeah. The another thing too, like her mom's cancer had progressed so quickly. Like just a few months earlier, she was like totally healthy, so it, it had progressed really fast. I know it was a really, really, really tough time for them. So, I, I once again appreciate sharing that with us. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that's a genuinely and like, uh, like deathbed sort of experiences are a. There's a lot of them, and yeah. and, there, and there's yeah. a lot of them like for people who, a lot of them from people who don't have any stake in like the whole paranormal thing. There's a lot of nurses who work with people at the end of their life who, oh, sure. like all of them, have a story about something weird happening as people are dying. So um, that's something that I think we should definitely get into. <laughs> that reminds oh, yeah. me of something. Not on the same. This is more funnier, and it's and it's not to actually do with that, but it has to deal with hospitals and dead people. It was mostly because at the time my grandma, I think, was drugged up on stuff just because yeah. it was years ago she went in for like a bladder infection or something and at the time she was like 94 Ooh. so those are a little serious so they had to give her some drugs or whatever and my dad told me he went to visit her and she goes she, she was losing her mind a little bit on with the drugs and she's like she my dad she believed me and she goes there are dead people here Ooh. people dying here my dad's like well, mom it's it's a hospital it happens she's like no in the middle of the night Look out in the hallway. I can see him wheeling them out in wheelbarrows. 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 <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! That's creepy. That's Your creepy as fuck. And then I investigated, and turns out there are wheelbarrow and dead bodies into a furnace. Well, that hospital needs a better budget. I hate this. Yeah, they gotta get some gurneys. Yeah, it was Children's Hospital of Minnesota. <laughs> they gotta get some. <laughs> My fucking ninety-four-year-old grandma was there. No, <laughs> uh, so wait, did. did that, did your grandma pass away then? No. Or, okay, no, I was she made say another it. two years. Okay. 
all her salt and onion sandwiches she could have. No, salt man. and onion? Good she was, God. She was living at my aunt and uncle's house. Did she survive the depression? She must have. <laughs> she did, yeah. She used to she used to bootleg with her my grand with my great grandpa and a lot of times he was like no show because he was also a drunk. So my grandma and her <laughs> mom had to deal with like federal agents that were coming Drinking to the his door. Own bootleg and shit. They had to deal with uh, his name. Al Capone. No, the actor from uh, Lawless. I can't think of his name. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. No, guy. No, the bad guy. The federal guy. Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce. Thank you. Guy Pierce. He was a weirdo no, so in that fucking was, movie. Oh, yeah. But no, she. When she was at my aunt and uncle's, one time my aunt came out in the middle of the morning. Uh, not in the morning, middle of the morning. She came out and uh, there was like bread and like onion. Like uh, skin and salt all over the counter, and then, she, and then a little bit later, when my grandma comes out of bed, her face is all bloated up because in the middle of the night, I guess she made a salt and onion sandwich. Ew, what the fuck? Apparently, she's like it when she was younger, but uh, yeah, salt and onion sandwich. I wonder if 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 you could just salt your onion cake, the the Cubs onion cake, the Cubs onion cake. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Onion but. cake. You don't remember the jokes you make. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, there, there, like several years ago, we were we were talking about um, hush puppies, and Mark okay. was like, "Oh, it's gross. It's like onion cake." And <laughs> Mr. B was like, "Oh, onion cake. You don't like onion cake? What about Cubs onion cake?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times back when I was nice. <laughs> Um, no, uh, so it's funny, uh, one of the last episodes, you know how we were talking about, uh, joke, we were talking about Chris Hansen, and we were like, oh, wouldn't it be funny if he got arrested, and Don's like, oh, people always say all oh, the time. Oh, I know what you're, I know oh, what you're yeah. gonna say. He actually did get arrested. Yeah, but, but for, it, was the, for it was for, it was for, for a for bounce check. writing $13,000 in bad checks. It was, it was, it was one, one check. It was one bad check. One bad check. And it was well, no, he tried, for, he tried the check twice. It was for mugs. Shirts and decals that he was going to sell on his home business. Yeah, it was for the it was for the Kickstarter. And then they when had. they called him on it, he refused to pay. And then he also got evicted from his New York City apartment. Chris. Oh, Chris. And his wife is leaving him. Chris. Wait, his wife left him alone. No, no, no. Yeah, his no, wife left his him new lady ago. that he cheated on his wife with, and now is she's leaving Chris. him. Chris. Oh no, <laughs> my boy. My boy Hanson. Oh, Hanson. I did see that like two days after you said, wouldn't it be funny? I was like, no, it wouldn't be funny. I, know, I said that. Chris no, Hanson's a, a, a delight. I had that no for whoever served him his divorce papers. From some cookies? Said, You're going to want to take a seat. Yeah, yeah, why don't you have a seat right there? Why don't you have a seat right there? Um, a couple more things. Apparently, he was very nice, though, about the whole thing. I read the thing, and the, the headline I but read apparently was like, when they call him on it and saying, no, I'm not going to pay that money for those bounce checks, the, that's not the nicest. The, the the article that I read, it said that the when the guy called him, like, for the second time, he, he's, like, sincerely apologized and said he thought it had been sorted out and that he would contact his bank. I thought it was sorted out. But he didn't have the money to cover it, and so... You know. so, the article that I read had like the the headline like uh, "How to Catch a Predator Star uh, Arrested for Felony" and then it yeah, was like right. it was like <laughs> Class D felony clickbait yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like he's, he's fine he, he bought some, oh, some, decal, some Chris Hansen mugs and oh, decals no, and not shirts. my balls doggy chaser oh, he doesn't chaser. have peanut butter on him puppy. There's uh, no peanut butter couple, on those. Uh, I saw finally I know a couple years ago we talked about this possibly happening because I heard about it. They finally, uh, the 10-part uh, miniseries of The Stand finally got a green light. Oh, wow. At CBS All Access. 
CBS, huh? Oh, they all access their all access. Their they they can get away with shit. Stephen Stephen King's pretty on board with as far as like the scripts. Like Who's the man in black in that. Well, I, originally yeah. when I heard the guy who was doing it was on one of Kevin Smith's podcasts like four years ago talking about it, yeah. he already had McConaughey, McConaughey lined up yeah. oh, be the man really? in black, which tied in, and that's perfect. But now again, wow. now they might be like, maybe we don't want to tie in with the. But he was so right. He was so good in it, though. I haven't seen the movie, but right, he would be. But they might want to be like, maybe we might want to redo the Dark Tower, and if it might be weird. If we I'd be into that if they redid the Dark Tower with yeah. the same cast and just a better writer. Just right. do it better. Yeah, right. the, the, just, yeah read, just maybe maybe, maybe don't cast. try to condense seven epic novels into one hour and a half long movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did maybe. they? See, I still haven't seen yes. it. I thought they tried to get like the first three. I didn't know they tried to get all of them. Fucking mess. Yeah, I, I mean it's so. Really, wait, wait, you're telling me there's no monstrosities? Really first book and the second and, this, and the last book. and the, and the last, last book. book yeah. yeah, no monstrosities. No, no obstacles, no not a single no obstacle. There is a really cool action scene in it, a couple of them. There's a couple oh, yeah. of cool action, like, but the movie is just a... So wait, so it's the first last, so do they actually... And um, it was cut do, down to shit. Without being big do they actually have the Crimson King? No. No, no. 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 okay, gotcha. The, um, uh, what's the name of the the uh, the bar where all the mongoloids are in? The something pig? Mongoloid pig. Oh, in the seventh book? Yeah. The, the Zit Eater and stuff. I can't remember uh, what that place was but called. But Roland going... I'm sorry, no spoilers. No, it's okay. I haven't Roland seen it Roland going years. in there is like... That was... And shooting up the place was fan fiction at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah. It was cool. So... Yeah, it was cool to watch, but... I, I talked about this with Derek, and he texted me back, and the, he has the best analogy for what the Dark Tower oh, movie shit, was. Oh, Spider. Oh. Careful. I'm on there. it. Oh, I see it. I'm on it. How you living this cold? Good eye. Wow, you just fucking zoomed in. No fear. Holy shit. I got some. I got some fun facts on spiders. If you guys want to hear. Um, how fun? Uh, I'm I'm all itchy now. God damn it. (laughs) Um, but yeah, this is how Derek described the Dark Tower movie. It was like if there was a real Jurassic Park and they only gave you a tour in a jet airliner at 20,000 feet. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Just a little peek behind the curtain of just like an epic world. That's very true. That's pretty true. And also another Stephen King. Apparently he announced his next book. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called The Institute. Yeah. Did you you read the synopsis? Yeah. It kind of sounds like a darker X-Men. It said, in the middle of the night in a house on a quiet street in suburban Minneapolis... Intruders silently murder Luke, Ellis's parents, and load him into a black SUV. The operation takes less than two minutes. Luke will wake up at the Institute in a room that looks just like his own, except there's no window. And outside his door are other doors, behind which are other kids with special talents. Telekinesis, telepathy. Who got to this place the same way that Luke did? Kalisha, Nick, George, Iris, and 10-year-old Avery Dixon. They are all in front half. Others, Luke learns, graduated to back half. You check it like Roach Motel, Calissa says. You check in, but you don't check out. Whoa. Dun, 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 I, I haven't, dun, dun, dun. I have the Shining. I haven't read The Outsider yet, but I heard The Outsider's pretty good. I heard that, too. I don't. I have not read it, but um, I hear it's really good. It's funny thing, every time I'm walking in Menards, of all places, there are little book kiosks Do you, do you save big money there? Yeah, always. I got a, I got a, big, I got a big card. Um, the, uh, every time I have a little kiosk of books that they always have, that's by, you know, there's, I'm walking around and they always have the outsider there and we always tend to buy it cause their books are cheaper than, you know, buying them other places, but haven't, uh, haven't done it yet. 
Dixie Pig. Oh, Dixie Pig. I got a couple more things. If anyone's got any little tidbits, little bit, bit, bitty tidbits. Little talk. Keep talking. So an update. This is. I heard about it, but then I looked it up, and apparently this update actually came out a year ago, but I didn't hear it. <laughs> okay. um, an update for us. We talked about this years ago, uh-huh. uh, about uh, Vince Lee, uh, the guy who decapitated the man on the Ontario bus. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right, yes. And your Vince Lee, the man was not found criminally responsible for beheading a man on a Greyhound bus in 2008, has been granted an absolute discharge. Manitoba Criminal that Code Review hot. Board yeah. ordered the discharge on Friday. This was again. This was last year. Saint Lee, now known as Will Lee Baker, does not pose a significant safety threat. Baker was found to have been suffering from untreated schizophrenia when he stabbed, beheaded, and partially cannibalized 22-year-old Tim McLean. Well, it's just partially. Baker was not yeah. found criminally responsible in 2009. Spent seven years in treatment at Selkirk Mental Health Center before being allowed to move to. Winnipeg, where he was treated at Health Sciences Center, which means he's the closest to Canada to us besides Thunder Bay. Right. And then last year, was permitted to move into independent living, but all he had to do, he had to abide by certain rules, which included taking medications and uh, attending counseling appointments. So basically, you can behead a man and you can eat, part of, it, eat, part, eat of part of it, eat part of his, you know, his skull and stuff, you and, and just said. be like, you know what, bro, if I only take my meds and go to some therapy... I'm good. You know what? I I just had a momentary just, lapse in judgment. Let's try this out. He probably just Let's said see. sorry and they let him go. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. sorry. I didn't mean to be sorry. About that, I mean, I I get if they find someone criminally, you know, in, in for insanity and schizophrenia and stuff. They're just letting know, him live on his own. But just yeah, you can go to a, just as long as you take your meds. Just take some meds. Take some meds. Go see a psych every once in a while, and you know, prob- just don't be anybody. Just don't be the psych. He probably said yeah. that right after he decapitated the guy, like. Took a bite of his head. Oh, sorry about that, bud. Didn't oh. mean to take your head off. There. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was sorry. me being a, that was me being a real hoser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I do have some uh, uh, more stuff. I was I was doing homework on this shit. Yeah, sure. Uh, so like a couple days after our last pod, I watched me some Bone Tomahawk. Oh, oh hell yeah! And I liked it a lot. Uh huh. And but it might have been because of your guys's uh, your guys's review. It was not near, nearly as gory or violent as I thought it was going to be. There's not a lot of violence, but when it happens, it fucking like happens. Even the, would like, you admit, though, you're you're pretty you're desensitized? Of, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right, right. But I would like, and maybe it's because I knew it was coming. But when they they split the guy from his taint down, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of blood, which is a choice. You know, that's fine. I was expecting a little more violence. But the, I, still I, I think it. it's just the brutality of the scene. You have to watch Kurt Russell's reaction to it. He can't do anything about it. Yeah. You hear him scream because he's still alive right. for a lot of it. Like, I think it, it's a disturbing yeah. scene. I think it would have been a little more effective if the guy who got split was someone who you had actually known rather than you'd saw him. At, you saw him in the sheriff's office for like half a second. And he's like, oh, you just watch her while I go. And that was the last time you see him. And then he then he gets yeah. dragged up by these guys. And then So it's like if it was someone we actually knew about, like if it was Matthew Fox's character uh-huh. or something like that, then you know, kill more. The one thing I thought about, and I don't care, it's the director's choice. I thought it was a little too long. I thought they could have trimmed some scenes down a little bit and shaped. I didn't think... It was it a slow to be, burn. I didn't, it didn't need to be, the slow Probably. burn didn't mind, but it, but it didn't need to be two hours and 15 minutes. You know, seem, but I still liked it. But I just maybe because you guys talked it up the violence, I was like, I was just kept waiting. I was like, okay, okay, yeah, he chopped off the one of the creature's f- foot toes with the the tomahawk thing. I was like, there's got to be more coming. 
but you know. Mm. But I still liked it. I did like that. Uh, at first, that they gave the creatures um, were kind of like supernatural. The man's rather than just you know, the they, rather than just Native Americans who cannibalize people. I like the they made them supernatural with the the weird calling thing. And well, stuff. The, no, the call they sh- showed they have a certain thing surgically implanted in their throat. Well, that's what I thought. Okay, that's what I was looking at at first, but then he rips it out, and I was like, movie, I was like, man. I was like, did they surgically put it in there, or does awesome. that just are they born with it because they're yeah. little? He rips it out and then he uses it as like a right, like I know. A cannibal yeah, it, call. Th- yeah, that was fucking. He fucking rips it right. out of the throat and then he plays it like an instrument to to call, <laughs> to call them, them right. and to and murder then he just them. Fucking murders them as it's they come out. It's fucking awesome. If it you don't think that's awesome, you can. It wasn't awesome. Why just said it wasn't going? How could you it say was, that, Mr. B? It, don't listen to Mr. B. It is gory. If you if you don't have a stomach for gore, it's gory. Don't it's watch not as movie. bloody as maybe it would be with saying, that level of gore. Could be used a little bit more gore. Are you saying the way they talked about it, you thought it was a gore fest? The way they talked about it, I thought it was going to be a gore fest. No, I just wanted people to know. I that still like the movie. Yeah, like there's a lot of slow burn sort of indie horror movies that aren't gory, and that is not one of them. Huh. Yeah. We're, we're just saying, like... The, the Void is definitely... Oh, The Void we, is gory as We fun. definitely didn't talk that one up. The, yeah, The Void... That's the Void has, like, like, it's a like remake the of thing the level's thing. gory. Yeah. What I was going to jokingly say at the end of my 8-minute rant was, like, oh, and next time we all get together, I have a bone to tomahawk with the Burns boys. But I, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I chose not to, and I'll just say it now. Um, uh, unbelievable. But, and I did see This, this is movies. the shit we deal with. Really? Uh, on a, on a find, daily basis. Last night, I watched... Uh, uh, Hell House LLC on Prime, which I don't know if you heard about. It's kind of a the, Zach, the Zach Baggins one. That's no, Demon no, House. that's, Demon, oh, that's okay. Demon House. Not walking fucking Bilbo Baggins movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was say, is he related to Bilbo? Uh, um, no, Hell House LLC. It's 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 kind of like Cloverfield Blair Witch meets a haunted attraction, like Houses Octoberville kind of. It's pretty fucking good. Like a hand cam, but yeah. No, when, when you say good, is it like bone tomahawk good, or is it like the happening good? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Again, I liked Bone Tomahawk. No, it's it's not that gory. It's just it's yeah. So it's like that they're basically they buy this old house that twenty years ago used to be like a haunted attraction, and because it's supposed to be a, a haunted hotel up, upstate New York, uh-huh. and there's still some of the stuff in there. So these people are making it into a haunted attraction, and then they're like documenting the whole thing, uh-huh. and then weird that's right sh- weird sh- weird shit starts happening. It's a lot of like you see stuff, and then all of a sudden middle of the night what's there and then all of a sudden something's moved and mm-hmm. but then at the end it starts going off out it wasn't a noise <laughs> no this time the noise <laughs> turned out to be stuff oh. at times it was um, actually a noise yeah. but it was it was pretty good and then what i saw we watched a couple weeks ago finally saw strangers pray at night oh yeah i fucking liked it a lot i got one thing about it spoiled for me and i thought it was a bold choice and i appreciated it it made me kind of want to see it more it. no well you can't they go in it because it's been a decade later you can't if you know, imagine it to be like the strangers. It's different from the first one. It's I've heard it's, I've eight, heard it's like it's, it's like Halloween two. It's like Halloween two. Halloween two, more eighties oh. slasher. The strangers was Halloween, fun, right? This is Halloween, and that might have, that's yeah. probably a good choice. Being a decade later yeah. and stuff. Um, it's more so of a if it's Halloween movie. two, does that mean that sitting, Liv yeah. Tyler is the man in the mask sister? No, yeah. no. It, in terms of in terms of the pacing. Right of the pacing so of the horror. Is this a joke? It's yeah, a much no, I'm more, serious. Like it's it's, it's supposed more, to be more straightforward. Yeah, it's go. But the and the I mean all the '80s music cues. I mean the trailer yeah. had all. It's yeah. It's awesome and um, it's pretty violent, not gory, but 
it's a different movie, but I liked it a lot. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot more to go into that spoiler. That means that maybe the third one will be the that series, Season of the Witch, which will be fucking excellent. It'll be an anthology. It'll be the start of an anthology that never why, happens. Why? Why does everyone hate Halloween three? I used to. Halloween I don't three know. Is, it's it's you, so fun. It's it Michael Myers. It is good, but it's such a fun it movie. Be, the right. end of it is pretty ridiculous. If you should, if it, I used to have a big issue with it. Now I've come to love it because I've just learned to put now past. Now Silver Shamrock. I, I, I just disregard that. It's got Halloween three as the right. prefix. Right. If it was just a regular movie, it was just called Season of the Witch. I'd be all for it. Well, and I understand. I understand their reasoning of calling it Halloween because it's like, oh, we're gonna do a Halloween anthology series. Well, they want like, to okay, do you should have called it Halloween three. Then you should have just been like, oh, this movie's also called Halloween. Right. Right. It's and the it's... Halloween cinematic universe. Right. Yeah. Well, it's kind of funny though that all of a sudden, but then one four, moment, there, in the one moment in Halloween three, they're watching TV and there's a clip from. The original Halloween, Halloween. Yeah. on TV. Yeah, it's fun. Oh, I think that was just them trolling. That was them trolling. Yeah, and then and then they were gonna do the the anthology thing, and then it didn't do well. So then the fourth one is just a soft reboot. <laughs> the fourth, the fourth, fourth one is basically is a remake of the first fourth one. Fourth one is good. I mean, fourth one is. But fourth one's good. Fifth one sucks. Sixth one's pretty good. The fourth, the fifth but. one sucks because the fourth one set up. The, the girl the as the killer, the and then they never fucking did anything. And then they didn't do anything with it. Yeah. yeah, they didn't do it. But then the sixth one, I mean, it's a little wonky when they go the thorn and the, the like Celtic symbols and but Rudd. Are And but Paul Rudd. Young yeah. Rudd is Tommy Doyle. You have a really weird scene of him beating Michael Myers with a pipe. Right. <laughs> but yeah, well, I'll take that. It's no, at least it's not trick or treat, motherfucker. And Buster <laughs> yeah. Rhymes drop kicking Michael Myers through a window. There's, there's no. There's a dramatic pause. Trick or treat. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. <laughs> you got pause for it. I don't, I don't, I, it's been a while. It's I called don't, acting, I don't, Mr. V. I don't, I don't yeah. remember it's the dramatic pause. It's a rhyme. I don't remember the dramatic pause. Uh, I, just, I will. I just remember Busta Rhymes was in Halloween Resurrection, right? Yes. And it was, it was an LL Cool J in H2O? H2O? No, it was, Hartnett was in H2O. Was, was wasn't was LL Cool J also in? He was in H2O. H2O, okay. yeah. And then Resurrection was like four years later. Right, Busta Rhymes. That was Busta. Was JGL in H two O too? Yeah, the very beginning. Yeah, he gets a fucking hockey skate through. Gets, his yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was the hockey skate one. Yeah, okay. Will you guys watch horror movies with me? Because yeah, yes, absolutely. Get to see them otherwise. A lot of horror movies. We're I need just to gonna watch. say it on every podcast. No, it's been three. It's been a while together. since we've all recorded. You said you get this one motherfucker a month. still needs to see it. In the last month, one a month. I thought that's what you told me. Man. Oh, so you haven't started watching Haunting the Hill House yet? I want to watch. No. I want to watch I, it with you guys. Though. Yeah, no, let's watch it. it did you finish? Fucking, did you finish your house? No, I, I tried to, and I don't know. So I don't know if my mental state is is up to the point where I can deal with the depression. Show is depressing as hell. Uh. I just got done with the sixth episode, the long take episode. Yeah, and the yeah. last shot of it, literally, like I I watched it and I was like. I don't think I need the sadness if in my life. That's what I remember. Right? Is that the one of the? Is that the one that's got? Is that one of the like two jump scares? Um, no, there's actually been a few jump scares so far. There's the softer jump scares. There's one at the end. I thought it was the end of that sixth episode, but maybe it's, no, maybe it's later. No, I, no, I think I know the jump scare one. you're talking about. I, I've, I've, people always talk up two jump scares in it. One of them, people were like, oh, it's in a hallway, and it's really unexpected, and that one happened already. There's other ones, it's at the very end of the penultimate episode, leading right okay. before the finale. Now I'm remembering. But, um, uh, I think I, I think I know... What you're talking about? Oh, but I now I know. At the end of the sixth one, you get the revelation of who a certain ghost is. That was at the end of the fifth that one. Was it the fifth one? But the end of the sixth <laughs> one, 
Okay, just, the end of the man, sixth episode, is, it had a riveting. shot. This is riveting, it riveting a, podcast. It had a. Do you want me to spoil it? No. It had I a just... shot of of that ghost, mm-hmm. and it was the saddest thing I've ever seen. It is pretty sad because it's, it's like my favorite character, and like it's just. It's that whole episode was just building up to that that but, one final but, shot, but you and I just you just go watch Hush, and then she's in the whole movie. Is she really? Well, it's the same a... director, Mike Flanagan, did that Hush movie. Yeah, is that her? Yeah, she. He does a lot of he does a lot of the same people. Oh, nice. I know the I know the one sister is his is his wife. The I know Theo is there is married to Mike Flanagan. Spoiler. Oh no, maybe it's no. I think spoilers, Theo. I think Theo. Spoilers. Theo is, is the one. Yeah, he's in Hush. You gotta give a spoiler. Do you, do you have any more uh, any more tidbits, Mister B? Uh, no, that's all I've seen the movie. But, but no. I definitely see Hell House LLC. I haven't seen the second one. I know it's on Shutter, but uh, but uh, and then the Strangers Pray and I don't expect it to be the Strangers. What's the second there. one called? Hell House LLC to the Abaddon Hotel. Um, Did you make that up? No. Okay. But no. But it's on Shutter. So Hell House though. was financed by Shutter. Okay. I'm not saying I stop being Hill original. House because it's bad. It's actually fucking really good. Hill House is really and it just keeps getting good. better. It should get some Emmy now. There's um, there's oh. some shots in the... Because the long take, I counted. It's like I think it cuts four times before... Cause Something. The last like five minutes of it, it's well, a regular it cuts, episode. It cuts back and forth between the things, but like that period is... Well, the thing like is, though, shot. the first time it does that... So, Donovan, to explain it to you... I guess you haven't watched it yet either. The idea is that... it. You know, the show goes back and forth in times, like when they're living in the house and then when they're adults. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the episode does that too, and it's all long takes. And the first take, the first time it goes into the past, it doesn't cut. The first cut is like 20 minutes in. Right. And it's fucking amazing. It, scroll, but, it scrolls across a door or whatever, and then the door is Yeah, like it just follows changes. him. Like, they, they literally had a set made where wow. the two sets are connected. So he walks through. So, like, he asks, like, they're in the funeral home. And that's, like, the setting of the the um, the, pa- the, the current, current, current timeline. timeline. And he's like, oh, you know, I need to use the bathroom. And they're like, oh, it's down there. And he walks through it. And as he's walking down the hallway, it just becomes Hill House. Yeah. But it's all one continuous take, and so then like the way the so it's artsy. Oh my god, it's, artsy it's fucking fuck. really cool. But it's you there. I know I get, it is a little depressing, but just push through because it's fucking. Good. Yeah, like I I was like seriously like I I don't know why. Like it's not like it, well, it's not like that last shot revealed anything the new. Sister's story is sad. It's not it's it's not like that shot revealed anything new. I just like was it. It's a very like quiet way to end the episode and i just like i felt tears welling up and i was like i don't know if i need this well, right and now you, and you know yeah. your sister's been what she's been haunted by the whole time and you realize oh god her life fucking sucks so fucking depressing and then her twin brother sucked and you know so for depressing. different reasons and people are like a lot of people are saying the thing they don't like about it is that it ends too happy and i'm like how <laughs> how can it possibly end happy to be a big Big turnaround. Well, yeah. maybe it ends I too mean, happy for what it, you've seen. For what it yeah, is. But it, yeah. For what it, it ends... Yeah. Well, I know I The Haunting. It's happy, but it's... Like, I've seen the movie The ha- I never read the book, but I've seen the original movie The Haunting. Oh, yeah. And that's, like, the the 60s one. Not the Luke Wilson one. Not the Luke Wilson one. one. Not Luke the, not the... taken off by the giant chimney uh, thing. Because he gets stuck on the rug like Arthur Morgan. Was that a Vincent Price movie? Yes. The first one was, yeah. The original. And that's a pretty moody pretty moody cool movie but that that has a depressing ending moody so cool. moody cools yeah but that's Sequel to moody this, it's really good it's really good it's just obviously a, it's effective if it's making me like 
Like it's, I have to it, take a break. It's been like three weeks, and you've you've only been able to get through one episode, one yeah. or two episodes. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, my wife and I do that sometimes. We're looking for something to watch, and we know it's just too much strife in it. We yeah. look at each other and we're like, strife. <laughs> we just keep scrolling. Something happier. It's not a strife kind of night. <laughs> but yeah. Blair, Blair, you're gonna love Strangers Dose. Strangers Dose, and I didn't know. I, maybe I, really I just didn't remember because it. it came out a year ago, and I don't remember the trailer. I didn't know fucking um, Christina Hendricks was in it. Yeah, she's the mom, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Nice. Hell yeah. Does she unleash those warlocks onto the screen? <sighs> I wish, but God, that's how she beats the, you ma- the, the man in the, the mask. Just check the internet for that. <laughs> just, fum, fum, fum. <laughs> just check the internet. Dunzo. Holds them down in a pool with them. Yeah. I feel like that's a, an Jeez. element of 80s slasher flicks that's like inseparable from the medium that modern fl- slasher flicks don't do as much as the needless gr- boobs, the gratuitous, totally unnecessary Hashtag tits. Hashtag free the nipple. Right, right. E- even if in Jason, fucking uh, Slaughter High, the boobs are nothing oh, fun to look at. God, Slaughter High has the worst boobs. That's the worst boobs I've ever seen the, on the camera. Best, the best part of nudity in Slaughter High is a dong. Yeah. Oh. It's a, it's well, a, it's come an on impressive now. dong. It's a pretty impressive that's, dong. That's always, that's yeah. always oh, the best yeah. part of nudity. Dude, and he hangs dong, dong unnecessarily. Yeah. Because the, like, the shot that there's... Basically, there's a, a shot before it where he's wearing underwear... And then the shot immediately after it, he's wearing underwear. Right. But uh-huh. the, so the reveal shot, shot when he like basically like they're bullying him and they're pretending like this this girl's gonna like you know take off your clothes and we're gonna yeah we're gonna fuck in the shower, and then there's just a bunch of people taking pictures, uh-huh. and he you know he strips down so like he had to be naked for the the like reveal, but the rest of the scenes like there's no continuity to it so you're like why is he what he did hey we need to put lady butts <laughs> yeah. in seats. Drop That's dog. true. Drop hey, hey. The thing is, they 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 like shot an unrated version and an R-rated version, and then when they released it on DVD, they just mixed them. Yeah, so that's it was true. like R-rated scene, unrated, R-rated scene, and it doesn't make any fucking. I sense. I thought maybe the unrated was it was an uncircumcised cock. The, uh, <laughs> <for> the <laughs> they digitally the circumcised un- him. No, they just stunt cock, stunt cock for the unrated. <laughs> we need an unrated stunt cock in here. <laughs> Can you get that stunt cock, please? It's got to look like one of those. Things we were talking about in the last episode. Dude, we have so, we have so many bad horror movies we can watch together. Yeah, oh like, god, yeah. Like Devil's Hound, Werewolf. Have you guys seen Nine Seven Six Evil Two? Oh my god! I haven't seen Nine Six Seven Evil One. I haven't seen Nine Seven Six Evil One either. I don't. Nine Seven Six Evil Two is the greatest movie ever made. Nine Seven Six Evil was di- was that directed by Robert Englund? The Bobby first one, Ying? I think it was. One? It was yeah. directed, and I think the second one might have been produced because he was in a scene of the second one, yes. wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Well, Bobby Ying will be in any horror. Oh movie. yeah. He's like Sam Jackson. You pay his rate. But I think nine seven six evil two is. I think he did direct the first one, and then he like produced and had like a small role in the second one. But oh my god, that, that movie. movie is just ah, it's so good. It t- turns in like what like legitimately one of the best performances from. Uh, lead actor in a horror movie, and then he was never in anything else, and it's fucking a travesty. It's like a- almost as good as like the Nightmare on Elm Street two. Oh yeah. What was that actor's name? He was like never in anything else after that, but he was uh, fucking uh, awesome. Johnny Depp. No, it was that Johnny, was not Depp, Johnny yeah. Depp. Oh wait, that was the first one. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I think his name was Mark something. Yeah. Wobble? Not happens at all. No, he wasn't the, in anything else. That's after the thing it. about horror movies back then. People didn't take them seriously. So if you had a really good performance in it, if you weren't already known before then, then fucking Mr. good B luck. Just wants to talk about the happening. 
That's why he's bringing it up. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. You guys know you can play a drinking game with any Mark Wahlberg movie where you drink every time he delivers oh, a line shit. Oh, out shit. of breath. Oh, shit. Every, every, uh... You're fine. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Every movie he's in. What? What? What's going on? What if, what if he gives a line huh? where his character's from Texas, but he but he says but he says I think I found a transformer. I'm, I'm from Texas. Texas. I think I found a transformer. This is a wicked transformer. Here I think Austin. you just I think you just drink until you die because yeah, that's that's your better option at that point. Turns out Wahlberg can't do accents. No, it's not it's not his forte. Turns out excellent actor when he wants too. to be. Speaking of accents, I have no idea why I said that, but did you see the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw that came out yesterday? No. Fast and oh, Furious presents Oh, I heard Hobbs that they're doing Shaw. it. I didn't yeah, know the trailer, trailer dropped already. yesterday. Oh, I mean, it looks like a spinoff. Yeah, it looks, yeah. I mean, like all of them, it looks ridiculous. Uh-huh. Like all the trailers do, but the Fast and the Furious movies are fun. The one thing I don't get about this. They'll make they, eight of them, they show, they show it in the trailer. Is fucking Idris Elba is the bad guy, you know? Really? Ooh. Fucking, they give him, he gets, somehow he's like a superhuman. He's like, he goes under some experiment and he's bulletproof and he can do shit. And he's like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. they show it in the trailer. And You're I'm like, okay, sold. it's one now. thing when it's ridiculous. Sold. There's one shot where they're fighting and Idris Elba picks up the girl and some other guys and they're, they got, um, like rock climbing stuff on, but they're yeah. on a building. So they jump down the building and they're running down the side of the building. They're strapped up, you know. So the rock and, you know, and Shaw or whatever, they're like, let's do it. And they're going to jump and the rock jumps on him and says, slow down. And, and Statham just looks at him and like waves. And he's like, and he's, he's going down. Statham gets in the elevator and starts going down. <laughs> the rock like shoots the elevator glass door, but it doesn't really, it like puts a little crack and he just laughs. And the rock takes the guy he catches and swings him over <laughs> the elevator, smashes it into it, so breaking. He looks at, at Statham and he gives a fuck you. <laughs> and then it kind of hobs and shut I'm never watching a trailer what is, ever again. I'm just going to have Mr. B watch them and describe them to me from now All on. I can think, when, like hearing you describe that, is. What is this Mickey Mouse bullshit I see before my very eyes? <laughs> yeah, it's that was showing him like getting some kind of surgery. He's like, a surgery. I'm now bulletproof and I have superhuman. Oh my strength. god! Did you guys ever see Does he the have fucking his regular accent? Yeah, he's got his regular. Oh, the fucking Agent Forty Seven Hitman movie with Zachary Quinto. Oh my no, god. I never saw that one. They do the same fucking shit where he's like Zachary Quinto. He's the like bad invincible. Guy. He's bulletproof. Yeah, it's so stupid. It makes me want to fucking die. Yeah, but see... I don't remember that. That's based on a beloved franchise. And this is Fast and the Furious, so... Which is a beloved franchise. It's very beloved. It's beloved for reasons where bulletproof Idris Elba sounds good for me. (laughs) No, it's weird, though, that for me it didn't. Like, they're all all ridiculous and, you know, know, way unrealistic. But for some reason, like, okay, at least it's stuff that could never, like, physically happen. Like, you can't drive cars off buildings in Dubai and land through another... I mean, if you got really, really lucky, you could. But, you know, stuff like that. But then also they're putting paranormal. There's one spot. I don't know who's driving. It's a tank, and I'm sure it's probably The Rock. Oh, yeah. And it's he's got, the, it must, be, it must be a bulletproof tank or whatever. It hits something, and it's it's doing, like, barrel rolls in the air as people are shooting it. So the bullets <laughs> hit the bottom. It blocks bullets. It jumps in front Does of it people. Does them? There's people coming, and he, he drives it in front of the people so that the bottom of the car, he spins it perfectly so the bullets hit the bottom of the Jeep. Oh, so he, he protects people. I thought he was going to, like, 
I thought he was going to do a barrel roll driving. and deflect the bullets back. And <laughs> I mean, he, this, bro, bro, this is the trailer. I don't know That's what true. the full context of the scene is going to be. Oh, but okay, you. Once you made the sale, quit selling. All right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to sell us on it anymore. Oh my God. Day one. Join us next week as Mr. B um, describes trailers for movies. <laughs> <laughs> you guys tell me. You guys tell me what to, if there's ones that that just uh, are worth it. Yeah, All true. right. Well, well, there'll be a lot of trailers tomorrow that get dropped during the Super Bowl. But we're going. The new Avengers I, trailer is supposed to drop. I still haven't the seen the first oh, Avengers shit, trailer. Shit, really? So they're saying it's good. You should see it. Um, it won't so impress we're you going, at all. We're going a, a, a bit long. Does anyone have any final thoughts before we wrap this episode up? Oh, oh, I have a question, Don, and you may not have an answer for it yet. Okay. And that's fine. It might, the answer might just be don't know yet. But um, what's it like having sex listening to us talk? <laughs> 